the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. What's going on, everybody? It is not Pastor Joe Sutton at all. Uh, It is the slightly younger, actually very younger, and way more handsome <laughs> one himself, the uh, the junior, Joseph Sutton, also known as Juice the Comedian. I am stepping in for my dad again today, um, and so, yeah, we're just going to have fun with it, and uh, I got I got, I got some things I want to talk about. I got a little little thing I want to talk about with you guys, but uh, um, I, a little backstory before we get into what I'm going to talk about. Um, so I was on Facebook the other day. And Facebook has this really, I guess you can say cool tool, but it's also like an embarrassing tool called Facebook memories. And so, yeah. So if you don't know what Facebook memories is, Facebook memories is like an archive that brings up posts, pictures, et cetera, et cetera, that you posted like way back in the day. And so I was just like, oh, let me check this out. Let me see what's going on. And I was looking at posts that I've made for like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. And it made me cringe, made me cringe a little bit. One, because my head was the same size it is today and my neck was a lot skinnier than it was. And so that was kind of weird to see, but also kind of weird to see just kind of like where my head was at a long time ago. And just like, you know, when you look back at your younger self and you're just like, yo, what were you thinking (laughs) like why did you post that and so like I was looking at those and I just like man and then it made me think how far I've come as a person how far I've come like as a Christian and just seeing that that I've changed so much and and I can't really take credit for that for myself I've really changed because of me because of my relationship with God and, and making that decision back in 2012 to give my life to God. Um, and even then I struggled, um, but 2014 is kind of where I really got serious about it. But, um, when I, when I look back at just kind of where I've been and where I am now and just kind of all the, the failures and successes that I've had, um, a word kind of was put on my heart, um, to encourage people who are out there today. Um, and, and it's this right here and it's don't let your past actions or your experiences slash environments dictate who God has called you to be. And so, yeah, if you, if you would have looked back at the post that I made <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years ago, you would have been like, yeah, there's no future for this kid. He's, <laughs> he is wilding. Right. And so I look at myself now and I'm just like, I've been through so much 
and I've, I've seen so much, I've experienced so much. And it's, it's such a blessing to see where I am at this point. And so I want to give kind of a word of encouragement to those who, who, who feel like their past is too much to bear for the experiences that they are going through now, or, or they've done things that they've really regretted and they don't feel worthy to go into that calling that God has for them. And, uh, so many times we're, we're afraid to move forward and, and move forward in life because of things that we've been through. Like we make the excuses like I can't do this because of this, or I'm afraid to, to receive love from anyone because of my past relationships, or I'm afraid to give love because people have like screwed me over. Or I can't succeed in life because I come from this background. And so, and it's, it's really, it's really funny, but kind of sad at the same time because God places situations, sometimes places situations in our lives, not to hurt us at all, but to make us and prepare us for the calling that he has in the future. And so God places little stumbling blocks in our life just to kind of see how we react to those situations. And so in most of the time they bring us closer to God. Sometimes we feel like the burden is too much and we try to we try to back away from what's going on. And so I just kind of want to encourage you guys with a little story um, in the Bible. And I mean, no pun intended, but it's the story of Joseph. (laughs) And it's not the story of me or my dad, but the story of Joseph in the Bible um, and it, it was crazy because he was put through so many trials and tribulations that he could have been like, you know what? I'm done. I can't get anything right. Every time I try to do something right, this happens. I'm good on God, whatever, whatever. And so before we get into that, I just kind of want to talk about the background of Joseph's life. Um, he's the son of Jacob. And we all know Jacob was he was a deceiver. He he deceived a lot of people. He deceived his own brother. He took his blessing and and ran and uh, karma came back around and Jacob got deceived into marrying the wrong daughter. He had four wives. And so Joseph was the firstborn of Rachel, which was his sweetheart from the jump, which was his true love. So kind of there was already a little bit of a little bit of favor for him already when he was born. And he was the youngest. If you if you have a family like I do, the youngest always gets special treatment. And we don't like the youngest. <laughs> I am. I am the I am the middle one. But uh, yeah, I have a younger brother and a younger sister. Both of them. Both of them get special treatment. And yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I just said I didn't beat up on him a couple of times, you know, <laughs> you know, just because he was spoiled. So I understand where the brothers are coming from, you know. And so you talk about growing up in a bad environment already where one he had 12 there was 12 of them and like they all hated him. Well, I should say 11 because, you know, Benjamin wasn't around at the time, but they all they all didn't like him already because he he got special treatment and he was he had dreams that just was like, yeah, you're tripping, you know. And so he grew up in a bad environment, but he always stayed positive. You know, Joseph was young and, you know, he thought like a young person, which we don't usually think before we say things. We just kind of blabber things out and. Uh, he had these dreams where his brothers were were, you know, bowing down to him and all this other stuff. And I'm, I mean, I never and his brothers wanted to kill him. Now, keep in mind, my little brother has done a lot of crazy stuff and said a lot of crazy stuff. But killing my brother has never 
never crossed my mind. Like I said it like I'll kill, but I've never like never wanted to like these people actually wanted to kill him. And he just kept going on with his dreams like they plotted to kill him. And he just he just kept like, yeah, uh, the sun and the moon and the stars are going to bow down to me now that for me, he would have got punched. But (laughs) I would have never I would have never thought to like kill him. So like you grow up in this environment and you still have this positive light and you could tell that his, his relationship with God was still, was still solid. So they plotted to kill him, didn't end up killing him. They sold him into slavery. And the crazy thing is Joseph never lost his faith in God. He, he always found a way to say, you know, God, I know that I'm struggling right now. I know that I'm going through something, but I still trust in you. I still trust in the process. And, and it says God allowed him to prosper. God allowed him to prosper because he took those trials that he went through and he expanded on them. He went slow into slavery, became head of the house of the slave house that he was staying in. So, but we all know God, you know, the devil be working too. So like the test kept coming and, you know, we all know the story. Potiphar's wife, you know, she kind of, threw herself on him you know all Joseph's are handsome so I understand that she couldn't help herself <laughs> she couldn't help herself and so she said that uh you know that he had threw himself upon her and Potiphar got pissed and threw him in jail which which is kind of weird because you feel like when something like that happens like they said that Potiphar wanted to kill him but he did like Joseph enough so he's like you know what I'm gonna throw you in prison so it feels like, you know, he kind of doubted his wife a little bit, but not enough to not say that, yeah, you're going to prison. And so he had so much favor with God. And so even when that happened, he still had faith in God. He still trusted in him. He said, you know what, God, I understand that I'm in the lowest of low points, but I still trust in you. For me, honestly, I would have been like, mm, I feel like I did everything right. And I'm still going through all these situations. I haven't even seen many bright sides. I'm done. Like, whatever. I'm going to just take my sentence. I'm just going to go on with my life. But he took that and he still trusted in God and God continued to bring him favor. He became head of the prison. And so, like, seeing all that stuff and just like that encouragement of of seeing a man who's trusted in God from the beginning and still was was thrown these curveballs and still was hitting rock bottom in his life. He still had faith. He still understood that God has something bigger than what I'm going through right now. And so the reality of it was, was God was setting him up for something greater than himself. He placed him head of the prisons. And like, we see a consistent pattern in Joseph's life of him being placed head of everything that he came in contact with head of all that head of all his struggles, head of all of his, the, the things that he had been through because God was preparing him to be, head of Egypt, which at the time was one of the biggest, most dominant empires in the world. And so it was it was weird to see. And sometimes God wants us to be head of our struggles, head of our our uh, circumstances. But some we 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 don't see the bigger picture. And if you truly believe that God has created a purpose in you, if God has created this this thing for you, then he'll never leave you in a situation where you won't prosper. And it's so funny because the devil always thinks that he's stopping us from our blessings. He's stopping us from the calling that God has for us. Like in Joseph, he thought he was stopping Joseph from 
from his blessing. But in reality, he was helping God's plan in his life, helping him get closer and closer to his plan. Now, we don't see that because, you know, you know, we're honestly simple minded creatures. We we don't see the bigger preacher. We kind of live in the now and not in the future. We don't see. Um, but it's like we get caught up in our certain our current circumstances and we're just like, God, just get me out of this. Get me out of this. But he's just like, no, this is where I need you right now, because every every trial, every tribulation that we go through, it brings out a certain characteristic in us. And that can be a positive or that can be negative, depending on how you look at the situation. And so we always come out of trials better than we came in. And so that was one of the things that I've learned, like, especially with myself, was I've learned so much in my my trials and tribulations that. I would not have learned if I didn't go through those situations. And so we fast forward kind of to Joseph in, you know, Joseph interprets dreams and then he becomes second in command. And it's like, Oh, this dude just blew up. And, and, and it took 13 years. So it's not like it just happened overnight. He didn't just become Instagram famous off of one video and it just went viral. And like, now he's like the top dog. It took 13 years for Joseph to get to where he was. And like throughout that whole time, he never was complacent with where he was. He never blamed anybody. And like that was one of the things that kind of just like blew my mind. And that and that has to be like some crazy spiritual level um, of growth and some crazy relationship where he never blamed anyone. He didn't blame his brothers. He I mean, he was sad. He was upset, but he never blamed them. He never blamed uh, God for his situations. And so like sometimes it's all about moving forward. We get so busy looking at our past that we can never see our future. So busy dwelling on the actions of other people or the actions of ourselves that happened so long ago that we turn our back on the blessings in the future that God has right in front of us. And so we can be so busy worrying about all the old stuff in our life that we're missing the new stuff. You know, you're busy dwelling on old relationships that you've been in and you can't even see that God is placing a new relationship right in front of your face. Or like we still heard about the job that we didn't get or that, you know, that we got fired from, but we're not busy working on the job that God has potentially set up for us if we keep moving forward. And so you'll never know what God has in store for you when you tune in or like, you'll know when you I'm trying to figure out how to word this, you'll, you'll know what God has in store for you when you are continuing to grow in your relationship with him. And so sometimes, sorry, I had to cough. Um, But yeah, so it was like Joseph was put in a bunch of unfortunate situations. And in the end, they were all to prepare him for something greater, to be second in command of the most powerful nation in the world. I mean, like this dude was sold into slavery. He was accused of, sexual assault this man went to prison and it's just like all these things that like he went to prison and god placed him head of command and so when we look at those things and it's like it doesn't matter what situation you come from it doesn't matter what you go through god has a plan in store for those who believe in him and if you continue to strive towards that god will open doors that you never could imagine would happen So we're going to take a quick commercial break and please do not touch that radio. (laughs) Keep it tuned to locked in right here. We will be right back. This is Isaiah 61 with Joe Jr. 
Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community, Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If you're craving intelligent discussion with like-minded conservative Christians, start by looking underwater. Join us for Dive In, Dinner and Discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka on Saturday, June 15th. Dr. Gorka will lead conversation on the upcoming elections, religious freedom, and much more. This exclusive event takes place in a -a one-of-a-kind venue. Details at am980themission.com. Dive In, Dinner and Discussion is supported by Minnesota's Closet and Storage Concepts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Isaiah 61. It is yours truly, Joseph Sutton, also known as Juicy Comedian. I am uh, the younger version. I mean, I guess you can say I'm a junior, but I'm technically a third. But uh, we're we're just going to go with junior because that makes a lot more sense. Nobody wants to say Joseph Sutton the third. It's too many words. Um, but if you're just now tuning in, we are talking about um, not allowing your past situations or circumstances or experience stop you from the calling that God has for you. Um, it it kind of was all sparked from, uh, Facebook memories, um, ran into my Facebook memories on while I was scrolling through Facebook the other day and, uh, saw some posts that I made when I like 10 years ago, 10, nine, eight, seven years ago. And yeah, it was kind of weird to see my old self and, like when you, when you know you've been through a lot and you've and you've changed a lot looking at kind of the old stuff you did you're just like ooh no or like or even anyone who like looks at a younger version of themselves and sees what they were doing they're just like oh my gosh why was i so stupid <laughs> and so um but that was all kind of dictated into um not allowing your past to dictate your calling or dictate your future if you want to put it in simple terms and we kind of dove in to the uh the story of Joseph and uh, I think this is one of the better examples of not letting your past dictate your future or letting your past stop you from um the greater calling that you have um or even not even letting your current situations or struggles that you're going through dictate the future that God has for you and so one of those thing um and so we kind of see with his story, just all the trials and tribulations that he's gone through. And if, you know, we, if we look at it from a Facebook memory thing, cause it took 13 years to, to get to where he was. And honestly, if we think about it, if I look 13 years back from what I was doing, um, actually, I don't think I was really doing anything. I was too young. I was like 12, but I still was up to foolishness. You know, when you're, when you're 12 years old, you still do dumb things. And so, um, just seeing, the growth, if, if old Joseph can kind of see the growth, um, from 13 years ago, if he was looking at Facebook memories, I think, I don't think he would be that bad. Honestly, he probably would be like, you know what? I might've kept them dreams to myself. (laughs) He wouldn't have told my brothers about my them dreams. But, um, what I also was talking about how God puts certain situations and circumstances, um, 
in our lives to to prepare us and better prepare us for the future that he has for us. And so honestly, if you think about it, if Joseph had not told his brothers those dreams or had not been given all that favor, he wouldn't have been in the situation that he was in, which was becoming second in command. Now, the road to being second in command was a very long one, uh, a very hard one, uh, being sold into slavery and um, working. Lord knows we they didn't really go into descriptions about what that was like. But I mean, I'm pretty sure it wasn't fun. <laughs> and then just kind of being accused of of sexual assault of the guy who basically brought him in and made him head of his house. Um, you know, that 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 kind of hits hard when, you know, you feel like you have betrayed the person who've who's given you pretty much everything you had in life at that time. And so going to prison and and serving time and then becoming head of the prison and then interpreting a dream, uh, which actually got you in trouble in the first place, it actually came out to be better for you. And so just seeing those situations that he's been through um, and being able to be very consistent with being comfortable with God. And so and that's one of the things that that um, a lesson that I am still learning and that I want to encourage you guys is no matter the situation that you're in, be comfortable with God, be comfortable with the fact that God is is going to help you, is going to guide you through your situation. And sometimes we go through struggles. Sometimes we get things taken away from us because we are starting to place them above the calling that God has for us. And it's so weird um, because about three years ago now, or two and a half, I guess. Yeah. About two and a half years ago, I, um, God kind of placed in my heart to, to quit my job and, and pursue the, I call it comedic street comments, comedy and media, uh, comedy and ministry at the same time. And so I didn't really know what to do. Um, I didn't really know like, like where to go. And so it was really a faith journey. It was really one of those things where I was like, all right, God, I place this all in your hands. Cause I really don't know what I'm doing. I can't go to college for comedy, especially Christian comedy. I don't know, <laughs> you know? And so I ended up, I did go to college, but um, it ended up working out and opening a lot of doors for me. But um, I just kind of was like, I was really in a place where I was like, God, I just, I trust you. And it was a struggle. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It still is a struggle. Like there are times where I have no idea how I'm going to pay my bills, but it, it, uh, it gets taken care of. And so one of the things that I, I, I struggled with was, um, I had a lot of people in my circle, a lot of people, one that weren't necessarily good for me. Um, and so I made a prayer. And one thing that I want to encourage you guys and kind of caution you with is be careful what you pray for, because they can get answered and they will not always be answered in the way that you want. And so I kind of my prayer was, God, cut everything out of my life that is not of you and that will not help me get to the purpose that you've called me to do. And relationships and friendships start disappearing. And I'm just like, yo, what's going on? why are my friends not my friends anymore? Like, why are my relationships not helping me? And then I realized that they were, they were toxic and they were not good for what God had called me to, to be. They were not good for the things in the path that I was trying to pursue. And so the weird thing about that was like, he answered my prayers. And sometimes we pray about things and we're not necessarily being surreal about it, or we're not necessarily like for real about it. And then when it really happens, you're just like, <gasps> what is happening right now? 
And then God's like, yo, you asked for it. I just did it. And so he we pray for things and sometimes they don't happen when we want them, but it all happens in God's timing. And so um, before we get out of here, I want to kind of leave you guys with a verse, um, which is Romans 828, which is one of my favorite, favorite verses. And uh, Lecrae has a song about it. But it says, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. Now, sometimes we we read that verse and we only do we only say, like, we know all things are working for the good of those who love him. And then we leave it at that. But really. You have to read the second part, because if it's not in accordance with his purpose. It's not going to be working for you and it's not going to be answered for you. And so. Before I get out of here, I want to leave you with one little quote, and that is God can make a messed up situation and totally transform it to allow you to move and work in your life. And so I want to encourage you if you're going through something or if you have a past that you feel like you can't pursue your purpose because of the things you've done. I want you to be able to trust in God and believe that all things are working according and to your good because you're called to your purpose. This is Isaiah 61, and I am Juice the Comedian, also known as Joe Sutton Jr. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you guys same time, same place next week. Peace. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.